In three, two, one, action. Welcome to this episode of The Weekday. I'm your host, Andy. Can you tell Andy's been listening to NPR? <laughs> <laughs> no, I need Hello. different mic. Welcome there it is right there. I need a different mic Today for that. The weekday. This is Mike Mange. The, the problem weekday. is, though, I'm listening to everything. I've told you about. How do, No, how do they do that? How do they whisper talk so well? It's, well. it's the microphone. It's the EV220. <laughs> Hi. Well, let me hear. Yeah. It's a. It, it happens in the back of the throat. <laughs> it's a very like Kermit meets uh, Elmo thing. Yeah. Because you got it. It means serious. Bro- if Kermit was a serious broadcaster. Right. Yeah. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> welcome to the weekday. Yay. When you were whisper talking, the thing is, because I'm on the other side of the studio and I have no idea what you said and I <laughs> only know what you said when I'm editing this. So, <laughs> Justin, this is a surprise this for you. A, a nice surprise for you. Welcome. I can't wait. I'm also, scared. all those people that like ASMR are really going really to like love it. the weekday. I don't like all right, it. we're a couple seconds into this show. Welcome to the weekday episode 60 something. Uh, back at you. And we've got a great episode for you today. Before we get there, we've got some silliness to get through because that's what we do. Uh, before we even get to the silliness, uh, though, first things first, I need to you to do me a favor. Uh, the views on the last episode and the last couple episodes went up, and we thank everybody for being part of the Weekday Army. Continue to watch this on YouTube. Continue to share these links on Facebook, on Twitter, on wherever else you're going to share everything, and continue to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and do all the things. There we go. That's out of the way. Uh, we started bringing back one of the old chestnuts of the program program uh, <laughs> last week <laughs> called Hot Takes, whereby we lay what, down uh, our hot takes. What is a chestnut? I know what a chestnut is, but like why an old chestnut? I think it's what's a, it referring to? It's Where does a that Christmas, come from? It's a Christmas thing. Um, you bring back an old chestnut? Who keeps old chestnuts? For robbers. <laughs> to throw Thanks, at the people <laughs> my son would say that to throw at the robbers that are stealing your christmas presents mike because no one wants to eat them have you ever no. have you ever tried a roasted chestnut oh they're before? awful they are terrible hot that's take. not a hot are take they? i was gonna say is that a hot take justin yes I've, they I've are i've never had one well, well then don't i always just imagined it was just this great christmas treat no no dude it, no it, it's like you know fruitcake stinks too so like oh yeah that's not a hot take <laughs> like there's a lot of no it is i think not. a hot take would be fruit cake fruit cake is good yeah especially like those ones you get from cvs oh, or Walgreens. with like the jelly it looks like jelly bear or uh, gummy bears in there yeah. and it's like really hardened just, gummy bears oh goodness <laughs> <laughs> which is a thing it's not it's like halfway between a gummy bear and a jolly rancher yeah yeah a gummy rancher <laughs> or a jolly bear a jolly bear <laughs> <laughs> uh we got a couple of quick hot takes to get through we want to hear your hot lady. takes as well that are uh that are kind of flying through your head and rattling through your head right now mike i'm gonna kick it to you no I w- can you do yours first oh sure well i've got first. two okay. quick ones yeah uh, well, you do one then i do one then you you me you. Okay, well I'll get the you, I'll get the you. offensive one out of the way first. Um, <laughs> yes. And as we, we were, yeah, the as ba- we were the weekday trigger warning. Yeah, Boo! trigger, trigger, trigger. <laughs> I'll flash that. Yeah. I'll uh-huh. flex the clacks on up here. Uh, Justin, since he's such a sweet, sweet boy, uh, and he didn't want to offend anybody, <laughs> oh, you're gonna have no. to. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Sweet, sweet Let boy. me get the offensive one out of the way first. <laughs> so Justin, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. This is not Justin's hot take. Oh, our light just went out. Uh, since Justin, do you want to continue with the program? Oh. I think the power just went out. Anyways, before we were so rudely interrupted by the rolling brownout, which actually plays directly into my hot take here, the offensive hot take. Justin, you're going to agree if you, or you're going to tell the world whether you agree with this or not. Ready? Oh, okay. Cool. My camera. 
Oh, here we go. Thank you. And then we can flash back to your camera for your react. This is the Justin reacts. <sighs> All right. California oh. is the worst state wow. in all of the United States. Why? <laughs> Drought. They're just like fires just happen. Taxes. You've never been to California. You're right. <laughs> Rolling brownouts like just happened in our studio here. <laughs> Traffic. Really, it's just Southern California. Yeah. Northern California, I hear, is really nice. Anything above like Sacramento is pretty nice. <laughs> Well, but no like, one goes to Sacramento. San Francisco. I think people who live in Sacramento don't even go to Sacramento. Oh, like, sure. <laughs> it's like living in Columbus, Ohio. Mm -hmm. Like you say you're from there, but really you commute to Pennsylvania or wherever. Uh, hmm. What do you think about that, Justin? So I haven't ever been to California, but I know that I wouldn't want to live there. Okay. But that's mostly because of prices. Also, earthquakes are a thing there. Earthquakes. <laughs> Literally, the earth can in swallow southern, you. In southern they will, California. They will swallow you. In southern California, so Mike, See, but the like, world can swallow you. You're basically just talking about Orange County because in southern, southern California is San Diego, which is might be the like second coming of the Garden of Eden. Oh, sure. It never okay, so gets San above 78 degrees. <laughs> yeah, San Diego. It never gets below 70 degrees. To be fair, San Diego. I'm not talking about San Diego. Okay, you're right. I'm talking about LA <laughs> and, <laughs> and Oakland and San Francisco and Silicon Valley. I mean, yes, they're, those are just, they're crazy places to live, but it's beautiful. Hmm. I'm... Write in the comments if you agree or disagree with me. I mean, I'm so here. Is, all I'm, all I'm, all I'm here to do is to just create clickbait. Yeah, is is it being beautiful? Is that worth all of the things that we just listed? If you if you grow up there, it's totally different. People who move out there, mm. that's it's really hard for them to survive in especially like L.A., Southern California, because yeah, you're at like the top of the food chain from like standard of living. But if that's like you live and grow up there, you know. I think that's a totally different thing. Let's move to your hot take. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how dare minutes. I be rational about hot takes here? First of all, yeah. This why is, are you bringing rationality this is, into this it? This is not a hot take so much as can we figure out another word than brownout? I just <laughs> <laughs> brownouts what happen when you run twelve miles. Yeah, and I just kind of feel like we've graduated from that, and we're all too immature to use the words brownout. What should why? it be called? <clears throat> well, hold on. What do you mean? What explain explain in great detail? It like yeah, I mean, there's a speaking of southern portions of oh, oh a body of living. To me, that just reminds me of browning, browns. Like the browns. when you put the sausage in the pan and okay, can, <laughs> continue. Um, so here's a hot take. Man, this is a weird start okay, to this episode. Yeah. Here's a hot take. Okay, think about all the amazing things we have in life. Okay. Brownouts. No. Okay. <laughs> we can send spaceships to different planets. Yes. We, there's there's, a, there's a, a solar probe right now. It's a, a satellite called the Parker Solar Probe that's mm -hmm. literally orbiting so close to the sun that it's actually technically touching the sun right now. Yeah. Okay. We can have the world's collective knowledge in our pocket. And yet, there is a space... In between your driver's seat and the middle console. Oh my gosh, yes. That is just 
wide enough to lose your AirPod, to lose your AirPods, your keys. to lose your keys, your phone, a card, and you cannot get them. You doing the <laughs> yep. trying to do you, crab fingers. You do you you move your seat forward, it goes with the seat. You move your seat backwards, it goes with the seat. Why can we not figure that out? Why can we not have a tray, a something that just mm. like it is purely flush, Mike? This is with the the console. Mm. I have lost so many um, seconds of my life trying to retrieve, and it's never convenient. It's always oh, like no. the worst. And you know, you plug your, you sit down, you plug your phone in, Apple CarPlay, whatever. You know, you're listening to podcasts or whatever. And then you you go to back up, you turn around, and it falls straight in. <laughs> Why haven't we figured that out? Well, and then when you what finally are, when what you are we finally doing? do what, get uh, what when, are we doing when you finally do get your hand down there? Oh, there's it, Cheerios. Oh, oh, and it always hurts. Ooh. Oh yeah, it's greasy. Well, it's and like, dusty. There's, there's dog there's hair. There's somehow also like sharp edges down there. Yep. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Ladies and gentlemen, I think we just figured out the biggest first world problem. <laughs> <laughs> we we nailed it today. That's I just I was the other day, I was in the car with Luke on the way to church uh, to bring him to school and my phone fell in there mm. and I, and it was the most frustrating thing in the moment. Yeah. We were trying so hard get, to get ready for school, all that kind of stuff. We run in the car and my phone falls in the chasm of mm-hmm. non-retrievable items. Yep. Dude, we were when we went to do the race in Jacksonville a couple weeks ago. We were thirty mile, thirty minutes out from uh, Jacksonville, and I took my AirPod out oh. to talk to Jenna, nope. and I dropped it, and it went down there, and I couldn't, I couldn't, manu- Austin couldn't reach his nope. hand up under, so I nope. had to, I had to drive with one AirPod for thirty minutes in the rain. I might as well have just been deaf. The insufferability I know. of that. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys, we're going to go commiserate uh, with the first world here. Justin, do you agree that these are hot takes or do, are you... We don't need his opinion. It's fine. They're hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> visual gag, visual gag. Just think of the emoji with the wide open mouth. And we'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for being a part of the weekday. I just want to let you know that Bay Hope Worship is releasing new content, new songs all the time. Uh, Make sure to go head over to our our YouTube, our Instagram, or our Spotify account. The links are down below in the description and uh, check them out. Like like a Philistine. No, that's that's at the beginning. Like a Philistine, I don't have my laptop with me today. It's in my office because I'm backing up, what, 700 gigabytes of data right now? I don't know. No, I was talking to Justin, not oh, looking yeah. at you. I was oh, looking at because okay. I was mm. I'm moving 700 gig of data from one hard drive to another right now, and I fascinating. D- so I have to use my phone. Man, this guy. No, that feels when you do that though. It feels like so. It does feel satisfying. Oh, and then you hit the trash. You hit empty trash, mm, and it's just this. Now it zeroes feeling. out that drive. Oh my goodness! One of the best feelings. Anyway, uh, that's not what we're here to talk about today. Uh, so the last couple of episodes, we've gone through a series on why churches awesome. <laughs> Actually, we, it was called Is Church Dead? And uh, we we walked through a number of different things about kind of the church today, the Western church today in particular, about worship, about teaching and preachers and uh, kind of self-care and some things that happen along the way, plus some things that we're seeing in the church that may or may not be the best things in the future. And we wanted to end that series, uh, so we did last week, but con- kind of coming out of that, it led into another discussion today of 
something that I had said earlier about personal growth. And this kind of related to the second episode of that kind of arc where we were talking about self-care and again, personal growth. And the topic in and of itself may not appear to be anything to you at first. I'm just, you want me to just keep teasing now? You want me to just talk about the topic? You do what you want, but I think you should go into it. I think you should just... Now. Yeah, right now. Now. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I have found is that as I've gotten older, obviously I've gotten a little bit more wise, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 it's, a, it's a toss-up yeah. here. Um, but the... The idea that we, as, as, as humans, are basically hit a point in our lives where we can either get comfortable and stay comfortable or we can expand ourselves and learn. And it, for me, it's the 1% better philosophy. And I'm titling this episode Better With Age, question mark, because as humans, we are, once we hit that point, we can do one of two things. And that point comes at different points for everybody, I think, mm-hmm. in the world uh, and in their lives. Well, and it doesn't happen all at once either. Like, it's not no, like no, this, no, here's the moment this is happening. Yeah, you don't just wake up and go no, like, oh, this man. Is, this is a constant thing that's happening. It is a cumulative yeah. thing. And so let me let me give you, a, to, to by way of, of illustration, I'll give you a quick um, thing. So I'm 38, and I, I was as we were talking through this in pre-production, I'm turning 40 in a year and a half. And again, that's a milestone. 40 is nothing. Um be, that's like, I feel like I'm just now starting my life, but I've I have had to consciously make different decisions about the podcasts I'm listening to. Now that doesn't seem like a whole lot of stuff, but I consume a lot of podcast content because I'm I work out, I run, I'm driving, I'm getting the kids, I'm cooking, and I have my headphones in, and I'm either listening to an audiobook or listening to a podcast, always trying to learn. Now. Most of the time, the podcast choices I was making for a good eight or nine years, it would be sermons and kind of leadership stuff. But by and large, I'm listening to a lot of sports podcasts, in and of themselves, not bad, and a lot of video game podcasts, in and of themselves, not bad. But those podcasts are three and four hours long, whereas the leadership podcast is 45 minutes long. And so the the balance has, has been shifted. And so in the last... And they're talking about... Video, video games. games, which in and of themselves, <laughs> like, you know, it, feed, it feeds a, a, a very like core nerd part of me. But it's not actually furthering my personal no. development and furthering my personal it's growth. It's entertainment. As it is entertainment. As opposed to, you know, like infotainment almost. Ex- well, yeah. yeah, exactly. So in the last really couple of months, uh, three months or so, I have consciously been taking one of, weaning one of those video game or entertainment podcasts out of my life and replacing it with something that I can learn with. And by and large, I don't like a lot of them that I listen to because there's, I mean, millions of hours of podcasts uploaded each day, it feels like. Yeah. But well, it doesn't feel, I think that that's probably accurate. Sure. Yeah. But so I came in and I was talking to Mike about that this morning, and it occurred to me that this is a point in my life that I am actually trying to live out the axiom, axiom get 1% better each day. And we wanted to have a discussion about that because there is something behind that. The idea that you hit that turning point and you can either get better or you can just get comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, I want to start with you. Yeah. Where are you in that stage of development right now? Like if you if you get a little self-reflective, if you get a little, little self-carry, if you get a little um, less than static in your personal development, what are you doing right now to either get better or stay comfortable? I mean, I think that like our options currently to be able to 
fill our like fill every moment we have with something is better than it ever has been. Uh, does that make sense? Yes. Like we have to it, consume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, like how much. I don't know. You just I, got a, a new, <laughs> I know, <laughs> a news article there too. Yeah. A notification, right? Um, you know, like it is. I, I do think. Well, as you're saying all this stuff too, I think that there's kind of like an underside to this as well. Mm. If we if we're filling every waking moment with like progress, like we're going to get burnout. Yes. Um, or like the idea of like I'm doing this to get better, or you know. Um, That's a I, good point. I need to fill every breathing moment with like it's got to have value to it. And it's like, meh. like the idea of the Sabbath is like to not do that, right. you know, right. um, which that, that's neither here nor there. I was just thinking about that as you were saying, uh, because I'm very similar, you know, like I like to work out. I like to run. Um, I've, and if I'm outside doing chores, if I'm in the car, like most of the time it's filled with podcasts or audiobooks mm-hmm. or maybe music. But honestly, like music is a, a distant third um, comparing the two. Um, yeah, I, I think too in, I'll answer the question that you asked me as well, but um, <laughs> I do think that because we were talking about the difference between, you know, like when people talk about fine wine, mm. fine wine is very valuable. And what do all fine wines have in common is obviously it comes from a good year of whatever the grapes were, a good harvest, mm-hmm. but it also has been left alone and aging in barrels somewhere. What is the difference between that and leaving out a sandwich for like why does a why does wine age and it's valuable as opposed to like a sandwich ages and you get sick you right. know um, and so I think that you know viewing our personal growth the same way you know in these sort of diverging paths that you're talking about is you know we I feel it too as I'm getting older the older that I get the more comfortable I want to be right. And and that and that's a and and real quick I want to you keep going but culturally speaking you just said we're we have all these entertainment options and all these other things and we're almost force fed this idea that the older you get the more you just need to relax and like settle into wealth and watch TV and mm-hmm. do and like again none of that is bad well in our culture our culture has a high premium on convenience right. Um, which isn't always the worst thing in the world, right. you know? Um, and I, I think, you know, especially during the pandemic and all that kind of stuff, like having a lot of these new convenience apps or companies spring up out of that, it's a solution to a problem. Right. Like we can't gather, we can't go to the grocery store. I don't want a 75 year old grandfather to go to the store and potentially put themselves in harm. Yes. So like, yeah, Instacart, that sounds like a great idea. Um, so, you know, I think we place a high premium on convenience, but you know we we can take that too far. And and you know again, I, I feel it in my soul. I work essentially two to three jobs. You do too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have three kids. You do too. A wife. We have family stuff. We our kids are involved in sports. Um, yours more than mine. I mean, mine is still fairly young, but like things are just going to get crazier. And so my free time. My time to my leisure time, my time to decompress or whatever is very slim and valuable. Um, and time is like the largest commodity or the, the most um, irreplaceable commodity that we have. Yeah. And so, you know, instead of just 
wasting time and like it just goes like where did that two and a half hours go mm. you know how do you fill that time with value it can be paralyzing mm. sometimes be like oh my gosh what am i going to do with this time and then by the time you figure out what you're going to do that time is over um so does that make sense yeah i feel like i'm i'm, I'm rambling just like a, a tiny bit but it is it's a super interesting thought so as you get older this tension from comfort and convenience to like you have to fight it more and more and more the older that you get to remove yourself from being entrenched in the way that you do things right um so a few of the ways that i try to do that is uh, we were talking this morning about like facebook and social media um whether it's my family members i mean not so much them but some people who i've been friends with on facebook or social media platforms for not just years, but almost like decades now, because uh, Facebook has been, I've been on Facebook since like 2005, yep. which is insane. Yep, same. And so, you know, there's a lot of people who I'm not technically friends with anymore. Honestly, I haven't talked to them in over a decade, probably. And, you know, they'll post something that borderline uh, offensive or I disagree Sometimes with. Sometimes outright offensive. Yeah. Uh, or I disagree with or whatever. What are their names? Call them out. <laughs> let's, uh, let's put the scroll on the bottom. <laughs> Melissa Minor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but like I, I try to almost like consciously keep them in my newsfeed. I, for example, there was, ooh, it's even too close because I don't, I don't think that they listen to this, but let's just say there are some people who I have been around. Um, and you know, especially during political cycles and all that kind of stuff, like they have very different thoughts than I do hmm. and a lot more conservative thoughts than I do. And so, you know, like while I feel like I'm fairly centrist on a lot of things, you know, I like to have their opinions on there it, whether i agree or disagree with them it is nice to know where some people stand so that i can get like a better more well-rounded view yeah. of what's going on yeah and like if i were to ever engage in a discussion with them on something i i have a lay of the land mm -hmm. um i like to be challenged like that i feel like there's so many people I mean, gosh, there's so almost like there's there's legislation being put in place for like people who feel uncomfortable with like that's not a thing anymore. Mm. And I I don't mean to get political or whatever, but like challenging people, making people feel uncomfortable, you know, now get, making people feel terrible and shameful. Yeah, bigoted, that's not yeah. it at all. Yeah. You know, like I'm I, obviously we shouldn't do that. Uh, there is a limit to that, but like I like to feel almost like a like someone's massaging you and you have like a real big knot in your neck or something. And the more they pushed on it, the more it hurts. But like, you also know that it's working that knot out. Mm -hmm. um, it's the same thing for working out. Like you, yeah. when you work out, it doesn't feel good, right? but it's not supposed to. And exactly. you know that you're getting better yeah. every time you do uh -huh. that. And so, you know, I, I'm one of the, one of the ways that we were talking about this is, and th there's a couple different avenues that like I've been able to experience this a little more and really be challenged is, is the ideas of racial reconciliation. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, growing up white and suburban America, middle, upper middle class or whatever, mm -hmm. having a lot of advantages that I didn't even realize, you know? Um, and then, comparing that to people who are less fortunate, people of color especially, and um, especially like when the George Floyd stuff hit, which I know we've talked about a bunch before, yep. but uh, it challenged me a lot and in, in, into thinking like, man, I have 
I have missed the boat on a lot of this stuff. Hmm. And, you know, rather than pointing the finger and telling people, how dare you tell me I'm privileged or how dare you? Like I, I stopped and I listened um, and or I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to learn more, trying to learn more about the, the slavery stuff, trying to learn more about um, people of color's culture mm-hmm. and um, how, like, I obviously, I haven't been, I don't feel like I've been, overtly racist in anything that I'm doing. However, I have probably inadvertently supported like some, some relatively racist systems or systems that have been like steeped in racism before without even understanding or knowing it. Um, and I feel like that's a lot of us have done that. So, um, you know, really being challenged in, in that. And now, you know, like Melissa, who is our sister, um, you know, now they, they just recently officially adopted Judah, mm-hmm. who is a black baby boy. And, you know, the judge, when she was, when they were going through the adoption ceremony, mentioned to two white parents with a cute little blonde haired white girl right. that the, who, the judge who is also black said, I don't need to tell you that your experience raising this black boy is going to be very different than if this baby were white, basically. Yeah, she called out and said that uh, he's automatically going to be seen as a threat. Yeah. He's automatically going to have to drive differently. He's automatically mm-hmm. going to, like, You're and gonna for all of us... have to have different talks with him than you will with Josie. And it was a joyous moment to be in that room. Well, this is a total tangent. Joyous yeah. moment to be in that room and being... And then she started saying that, and it was like, oh, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Like, there is a reality to this. Right. So you're right. I keep going. Um, another thing... And I feel like, so the topic of deconstruction, Hmm. of deconstructing faith and all that kind of stuff is very hot topic right now, especially within conservative evangelical circles. And I don't really understand it because I feel like I've been, I've been able to deconstruct my faith constantly. I feel like it's something that, that we need to do over and over and over again. And almost like a scientist test our like assumptions against the Bible as Christians or against uh, people's life experiences or, or have conversations about these things and having questions, I've always been okay with that. I've always wanted to have that more and more and more, trying to take the humble position of like, I don't think I know everything. Mm. Um, and so being able to, but I'm constantly, I mean, the Bible project is such a good way yep. to, like I really, I, again, I've tested in my heart and in my soul are so many things of the things that Tim Mackey and John Collins, the guys who run Bible Project, say. And I was like, gosh, I just, I don't, I, it has challenged me to grow as a, uh, as a Christian, as a, a follower of Jesus, but like, and, and, and has put a lot of my preconceived notions in tension with what I have grown up to believe. But like, I think that that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I agree. There's, to, we're doing a lot of rambling on this because it's a tough topic to pin down, but the point behind all of this is we are a church. Uh, we are obviously Bay Hub Church, but we are part of the greater kingdom. And biblically, uh, Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations. He doesn't say go and make robots, um, because disciples, if you think about what a disciple is doing, a disciple is choosing each and every day to walk closer to their master, right? Like you're, you, you are constantly trying to learn, constantly trying to grow. But we also live in a world that Jesus also says, be basically stealthy as serpents, or be wise as serpents, excuse yeah. me, and stealthy and silent as sheep. Mm-hmm. Meaning, 
we need to learn the ways of the world, but we also need to make sure that we know that we are following a shepherd, but yeah. we also need to be gentle and kind and all of that. And so gentle and kind is a totally, totally one side of the thing. We don't need to talk about that because there's like a humility and everything involved that I think is pretty well understood and just maybe not that well practiced. But the wise as a serpent thing is interesting. You can't be wise as a serpent if you are constantly choosing to stick your head in the sand mm-hmm. and constantly put your fingers in your ears and only do things that you are comfortable with. Yeah. Because, and I don't, this is, this is not a slovenly thing, but I remember watching the movie Wally, right? Wally is, I cried during Wally. I really did. I cried during a lot of movies, but I cried during Wally because it was this beautiful love story. But they, for those of you who don't know, it's a Disney movie and it's a robot and there's another robot and there's kind of a love story between robots and it's kind of weird. And all of a sudden this robot Wally ends up on the where the human colonization ship is. And all the humans constantly were choosing over a period of hundreds of years were in this spaceship constantly choosing comfort and they could no longer walk mm-hmm. because they were just sitting in chairs slurping down big gulps and yeah. slurry the whole time. Right. And obviously we're not... Thinking that that's what life is supposed to be thinking like. that's what life is supposed to be like, yeah. and they never challenge themselves. And so the whole movie is, it, yeah, a it's this love story about two robots, and it's it's weird uh, AI thing, but it's this also it's also this this path of self discovery for an entire human civilization. Yeah, and for us as Christians, we need to choose to be on that path of realization, not necessarily the path. Again, Sabbath is one thing. We're told to rest. We're told to recover and renew. And so there's a tension you have to manage there. But to constantly mute those people on your social media feeds that you don't agree with, I don't understand it. Yeah. And to constantly just read whatever newspaper or whatever blog you want to read that is just feeding whatever it is. Like and this is not a slam because like this is me looking into the camera and talking to myself because that's what I was doing for years with video game podcasts. And potentially talking to people who found this from an algorithm that is <laughs> <laughs> feeding you what you want to hear so and what you want to l- watch. But hey, keep liking and subscribing, <laughs> please. Um, now, there's another part to this, and we want to turn to our intrepid producer, Justin, because just so I'm nearing 40, Mike is in his mid-30s, and... We've all we've got a bunch of kids, and we've got marriage experience and life experience, and we've got a long way to go. We're definitely not perfect uh, well, in marriage. I'm definitely not perfect. Mike is closer I've to nailed perfection. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm like <laughs> he's husband of the year, a husband of the century. We don't have any problems ever. Never, no I've fights. Never... Um, you guys are it's a bliss. Uh, <laughs> Justin is getting married, and you know he's 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 in. Later on, he's not later on in his life, he's younger than us, but ostensibly he's the young man here. And I'm looking into the camera, but I'm also talking to Justin on the other side of this camera. And I'm, hey, there he is. Hey. And I'm looking at you and saying, you young man, what are you doing right now to choose discomfort a little bit? Mm. Well, um, I was, when we were talking about it this morning and I was kind of thinking about um, what you were saying about, you know, growth every single day, even if it's just 1% every Mm. single day. Um, you mentioned about, and then, you know, looking back after a hundred days and see where you are. Um, it got me thinking about how, um, like Mike, you mentioned, um, about comparing everything that you have or all of your thoughts and stuff to the Bible. Yeah. Um, you know, and obviously making sure that what, um, what we're thinking is lining up with the Bible. I feel like that, um, I do try to um, get better, you know, every single day, just with little stuff that I do. Does that happen every single day? No. 
But um, I feel like where it happens the most is um, sometimes just like these long conversations that I have with like my friends or hmm. um, just anyone. Um, a lot of times, I mean, like really like just like impromptu kind of like Bible studies is what they turn into. Hmm. Um, where I remember there was one time that I was talking with one of my friends um, uh, about, um, it was something in Ephesians. Um, and we both had uh, had slightly different views on it. Um, but we both kind of went at it in a way like we weren't we weren't arguing or anything but we were genuinely you know trying to figure out the other person's views and where they were coming from but then also comparing it with the bible because um with both of us interpreting these verses as two different ways um one of us is technically wrong and the other one is right and we we, we were genuinely trying to figure that out um and i i feel like it was super beneficial because we weren't going at in, like we weren't going at it in a way to where like um, this is why I'm right, but it was more of this is why you're wrong. I'm seeing it. yeah, it was more <laughs> this is why you're wrong. <laughs> so, no, <laughs> but um, it was more of this is why I see it this way, and then um, we were able to look up other verses, kind of backing up what we were saying a little bit, but. Um, you know, kind of like going back and forth. We ended up staying up until I think it was like 4 a.m. or something like that, just talking about this. But it was it was great. Honestly, like I love those type of conversations. And at the end of that, I was the one at the end where I was like, you know what? I I did have the wrong opinion on that. Like hmm. I see that now because um, after all the the verses that we were looking at and everything, um, I, I felt like at the end, it was pretty clear that um, the Bible was supporting what he was saying and not what I was saying. And um, I love those moments like that is because I felt like that was one um, percent or maybe even like you know two or three yeah. percent getting getting uh, <laughs> getting better that day of um, just you know I, I feel like even if it's just you know a couple verses in the Bible just understanding that a little bit more yeah um, I feel able I mean that's something that's helpful all throughout your life. Did you go out um, and key his car afterwards? I did. And two okay. percent um, in there. So yeah. Yeah, he, he walked home. Yeah. <laughs> Sugar right in the gas tank. Yeah. Well, it's super funny we're talking about this, and I didn't even think about it until two minutes ago. Cool. But on Sunday mornings, before our services, mm -hmm. we do a little circle up devotional type thing yep. with the tech team and the worship team. And we, the past however long, we've been sort of going over like the Sunday morning team values, you know, like don't suck and uh, better together. Get out of the green room. Humble yourself, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the one we did on Sunday was keep growing. Hmm. And it's a, the sort of like sentence for this, you know, the taglines or whatever for this. It's just we believe that healthy things grow and growth means life. Everyone is in charge of their own growth, but also firmly committed to helping and celebrating each other's growth. And it, it reminded me of this story that I actually heard Sean Curran tell. And then shortly after that, I heard someone else on a podcast talk about too. So I don't know if he got it from the podcast or whatever, what happened, but, uh, or people were just reading the same thing at the same time. Sure. Reading each other's mail. But there was this biodome, not the movie. Good movie. <laughs> Terrible movie. Good movie, in quotation marks. Listen. Good movie. Don't you disrupt the name of Pauly Shore in my presence. Yeah. If you haven't seen 
Biodome. Biodome. Go watch it. Don't watch it. No, go watch <laughs> Watch Encino Man first. So basically, what it was is scientists wanted to create this perfect encapsulation of like a a culture of of like you know forest growth and all that kind of stuff. They wanted to dial in the humidity correctly, the moisture levels, the temperature, the amount of UV and sunlight they were getting over. It. And so they just you know they did that. They uncovered it in like this giant glass dome. Expensive project, crazy. They noticed immediate growth, like unbelievable, like holy cow, this is so great. It grew so fast and so big that after a while, the trees got to a certain point and they just fell over and died. So like, wow, that's weird. So they did it again. Trees grew so fast, so big. um, Again, they fell over. Come to find out the way that trees are or or this specific tree was for it to grow healthy big and strong it actually needed the tension of wind to be able to like actually have its root system yeah its root system do because without the tension there it was just it it had no idea what to do and just fell over and and died and Hmm. so i think for us when it when it comes to our growth whether it be personal organizational family relational whatever that tension, that friction can be like a really, really good thing. Yep. And I think about, you know, there's a, the verse in Proverbs where it talks about, um, you know, uh, iron sharpens iron. Yep. And obviously that's talking about having a good friend and all that kind of stuff. But in general, think about it. Like the thing that sharpens a knife, the thing that makes a knife do a better job and become a better knife is to take it and like run it across another piece of iron. Mm. And like conventional wisdom would say, no, it's just going to dull it. And that's true. If you do it the wrong way, you're going to destroy the knife. But if you do it the correct way, it makes it a better knife. Um, So I just, you know, I I think that, and oh, and then I think about, you know, like mission trips and stuff. Like some of my biggest growth as a human, some of my biggest growth as a Christian, as a leader even, are those moments that I feel so uncomfortable. Mm. And I I might be upset that I'm even there, you know? Um, but like, it's almost like time slows down in those moments because it's so different, because it's so uncomfortable, because you are out of your element. And because you are out of your element, you are actually able to hear God speak to you, feel God's presence, even though it hasn't gone anywhere, you're able to feel God's presence and become more aware of him uh, a little easier. Yeah. So, uh, We're going to start to turn the turn the corner here and wrap this one up. I would love to challenge the weekday army uh, to do two things. Number one, I want to challenge you to throw into the comments or into the chat or email us or hit us up on our socials what you are doing or what you can be doing to get 1% better today. Uh, and that's not a, this is not a faith first works thing. This is not a Jesus is going to love you anymore, any less. He already loves you infinitely. So get that out. But personally, uh, because this is, again, wrapping all the way back around to the very beginning, this is an aspect of self-care. This is legitimately trying to help you grow to be a better Christian, better person of God, son or daughter of God, better husband, wife, father, spouse, coworker, whatever you, wherever you are in life. But B, I also want to know, when we start talking about this biblically, what pops up? Because I automatically start thinking of Bible characters that had to go through that chafing process. Uh, I'm in the book of Job right now, and I dislike the book of Job. (laughs) And I understand it was probably the first book of the Bible ever written down and a paper and all that, but I dislike it because for the first 36 chapters, 
It is a tale of woe and misery that is put to poetry, and it's four friends arguing back and forth. We get it, guys. Yeah, like we, get we don't need this much drama. <laughs> uh, Elihu shows up and yells at this old guy, Job, and but God shows up, and the very end of the book of Job, after all of this uncomfortability, and obviously there's the enemy and all this other stuff, but after all of this, God shows up and blesses him not one, not two, but tenfold. Mm-hmm. He gets ten, like ten times everything that he had before. And I'm not, you know, that's again not a faith verse works thing, but when we start to put ourselves in those weird and uncomfortable positions, when we expand ourselves just a little bit, when we say to our podcast feed, hey, I want to clean you up and actually put something in here that might make me learn a little bit, grow a little bit, make me a little bit uncomfortable. When we do that, we reap the benefits one, two, tenfold down the road. So I would love to hear some Bible characters that you're seeing in your own studies and your own everything. That's my challenge for you today. Do you want to challenge them with anything? I, I love that challenge. Do you? Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Justin, do you want to challenge anybody with anything before we go? I challenge you not to do that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> do it. Do it. If you've learned anything about this podcast, Justin has this sneaky sense of humor that I wish I had. I wish I could write down all the things. Like he slammed Austin Slade earlier with like just the biggest slam, and it was like, and I was in there giggling like a school child. It was amazing. Anyway, thanks so much for joining us on this rambly episode of the weekday. We're gonna be back uh, in a couple of short weeks with another awesome episode to grace you. Until then, keep sharing, keep loving this. We love you so much. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Bay Hope TV. Be sure to like and share these videos with your friends as it really does help this channel out. And be sure to subscribe for more Bay Hope TV content. As always, thanks for watching.